My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is a championship bow hunting podcast fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me and my guests as we give you bow hunting tips to take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 39. Uh, continuing with fitness for bow hunters, we've got a special guest on today who uh, I've had on a few times in the past. Uh, hunting partner of mine, good friend of mine, Braden Forsyth. Welcome to the show, Braden. Good morning. How are you so, this morning? Good, man. How about yourself? Doing well. Doing well. Well, we're going to be touching on a few things um, other than you know, endurance training and strength training today. But before I we get to that, I'm going to send a shout-out to today's episode sponsor, and that's Kafaru. Uh, check out their full line of products at kafaru.net, uh, shelters, packs, uh, great people at, at Kafaru, local company made in the USA. Um, check them out. Also, a few housekeeping items. The February T-shirt design is up right now. If you like the shirt, get on the pre-order on that. We will be... Uh, uh, taking a few bucks off of that shirt design if you pre-order. Uh, second to that, there's been a few of the giveaways that we'd, we've done uh, from the last few episodes as far as if I if your question was contributed to the show. Those t-shirts should be here uh, within the next week or so, so I'm going to start shipping that stuff out. So I have not forgot about you. We're waiting on some new t-shirts that I'm going to be sending out for the giveaway for the people contributing to the podcast. Uh, lastly, we did a iTunes giveaway uh, we're doing an iTunes giveaway, announcing the winner today. So anybody who went out and left a review on iTunes, I appreciate that. If if you feel you know if you feel like you have time and you want to continue to leave uh, reviews, we appreciate that. All those help. So real quickly, I did my little random number generator deal again, and it pulled up uh, the winner to be Keaton Chancellor. So Keaton, I will be getting a hold of you and and getting you some gear. Like I said. Um, actually, this, that one's for the Mountain Ops giveaway. So actually, you're going to be getting some Mountain Ops supplements uh, for the iTunes giveaway. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter at championshipbowhunting.com. We will have a giveaway here uh, towards the end of the month with that. So that being said, we've touched with Dan Staten a little bit last week on uh, strength training and, and some interval training. And, you know, Braden, Braden and I have hunted together. Braden and I was with me on a scouting trip this year earlier where – I had a little slip and fall and kind of tweaked my leg a little bit and and it brought up a lot of conversation as to you know some some things that get forgotten in the uh, when you're talking about taking care of your body pre- preparing for the mountain whatever it be and and that's mobility and stretching and and braiding somebody who's a very fit guy in the gym um preparing for the season preparing for the mountain he takes his 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 craft very seriously and uh, Braden, Braden had some some pretty insightful things to you know when I tweak my leg up there. He's like, "Well, try this, do that." And and Braden, what, what's your thoughts? I mean, it's 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 a topic with with mobility and stretching that many people don't even think about and they forget about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, what what kind of got me into this kind of funny story related to that was, you know, I consider myself at least averagely fit for you know the people I spend my time with or I'm around so you know what really made me start questioning or looking at it myself was you know rolling around in the bed doing whatever and I'd get a cramp or something would you know I'd get tightness or something somewhere and I'm going well I'm supposed to be fit if I needed to go from zero to 60 
you know, right now, could I do it? And I don't know, you know, I was thinking, I don't know, I'm an old, I feel like an old man because i got to get warmed up and, you know, spend 30 minutes warming up, which is extremely important. But at the same time, I was kind of like, I should be able to move better than this. Um, and, and that's what got me going down this rabbit hole of mobility and stretching and the importance mm-hmm. that it is to, to our bodies, especially um, the way we use and push our bodies. It's, it's incredibly important. So I've been, been doing a lot of research on that and then spending some time, more time myself trying to take care of that portion of my body. Um, and it's, it's been helpful. So it's, yeah. uh, it's something that people just don't think about, I don't think. I mean, there's some of us that do, but then not a lot, you know. No, you're right. And, and I, th- I think the CrossFit community does a really good job of shining a light on uh, everything, right? So the mobility right. and, and the flexibility and and how to stretch, whether it's static stretching or, or you know, w- whatever it may be, uh, the, the CrossFit community does a really good job of that. And I myself, uh, of course, that's one of my weak spots as well. And I noticed it, you know, I, I, I'm like you, I, I have to... I have to warm up for it seems like longer and yeah getting into my mid to late 30s and not being not old and and you're a few I think you're a few years younger than me aren't you Braden? Yeah, just a couple. Just so it but you're you're starting to feel things in your body that you didn't feel 10 years ago. And right. you're starting to recognize that you know what I need to take pay a little bit more attention to this. So whether it's an extra 5 minutes before you work out or an extra 5 or 10 minutes after. I mean what what are some of the things you do um, like post workout, do you, do you spend a lot of time on on a roller or, or you know doing some additional stretching? What do you do after after a normal day's uh, workout? You know, I don't obviously I don't spend as much time as I should on it as, as anyone should. You know, um, it takes time. It's painful. It's miserable. It's not fun. Typically, I'm sweating more after that than a workout. You know, because but depending on what I'm doing that day as far as, as a workout, you know. I spend time focusing on those areas and those movements. Um, the first thing I like to do and work on is making sure that I'm getting my, and this goes into kind of a tangent of everything, but making sure you're getting your, 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 your spine organized, your body organized correctly so that you can transfer power efficiently, um, through your joints and, and, and through whatever you're moving externally or whatever. Um, but you get that core is a huge part of that, an important part of that, and getting everything stacked on top of each other and, and lined up. Um, so that's one thing I spend a lot of time before a workout doing. That's my warm-up. And then, you know, after a workout, um, depending on what we do, I spend time mashing muscles. Um, that's with the, the crossbow. And it's not... You know, you don't need special equipment, really. It's a lacrosse ball, which costs two bucks. You know, a foam roller or use an algae bottle. Most of us walk around with algae bottles, roll around on that. Um, you know, maybe a band. But spend some time mashing muscles um, to break up some of that tissue that gets tight and, and creates restrictions of movement. Um, stretching. Um, spend, I spend time doing that. Um, mobilizing, uh, especially in my shoulders. Obviously, you and I talked, I've got a pretty significant shoulder injury going on right now. And, you know, that is a cause of years of moving in the wrong position, moving loads, moving everything else. 
in, in a compromised position, position, and now it's eventually caught up, caught up to me. And that's what you know. A lot of people don't understand is they don't have. Some people don't have pain now. Some people don't have it now. But if they're moving incorrectly, your body makes up for it so effectively that for a long time you may not feel anything until one day your body finally says, "Okay, that's enough for it. Not enough of you doing it wrong. It's going to hurt now." Yeah. So, no, and you know, I spend a lot of time trying to focus on areas now that are injured, and I'm trying to rehab, but also other areas to try and prevent those injuries and and that's like right there what you said is prevent you know being proactive and being able to prevent um injuries because of maybe improper alignment or improperly doing a movement you know that right. you've done forever and it may be shooting your bow you know that, exactly that was me a couple of years ago and i was in uh you know justin willis here in, in colorado in denver he's got a uh, teamwork therapy and, and he was working on my shoulder and my back um it was twice a week for four to six weeks i can't remember until i, I finally started to loosen up and and he, like you said he was in there mashing muscles moving moving my body around moving my shoulders around getting muscles to trigger that hadn't triggered for so long and it right. was because of years of shooting with my shoulder my front shoulder being a little bit too high so after he worked it my draw length actually increased about a half an inch just by relaxing my shoulder down and pushing my hand out a little bit further. And I tell you what, it's, it feels, it doesn't hurt to shoot my bow anymore. You know, there was right. a time where I was thinking I wasn't going to be able to shoot my bow and, and, and you're, you're kind of a, maybe not the same injury, but you're, you're facing some of that stuff right now. So right. to encourage people to, to be aware of, um, what's going on with your body, not just, yeah, man, my cardio sucks, you know, I I, I gas out quick. Okay, well, that's good to know, but right. don't forget to address some of those other issues before and after the workout. And like you said, Braden, I mean, we, we, we spent um, that scouting trip when I kind of tweaked my leg a little bit, and you're like, you know, grab your, your, your Nalgene and, and roll it this way on your leg, roll it that way, and you're helping me out to, uh, you know, understand a few more things that, I don't incorporate enough into into my body, and like you said, you, there's certain things that you're realizing you don't do enough. So, if 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 you and I are guys that I feel that are pretty prepared, we work out hard, we prepare for the mount, we 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 do what we need to do so that way we can be as successful as we can once we do get that opportunity. And we're recognizing that we're not doing enough. You right. know, what does that tell you to the people that aren't doing anything? Right. So, you know, I, I I've made kind of interesting in the gym. The gym's kind of my laboratory, you know, because people don't relate this a lot, but, you know, the positions you're in in the gym relate to the positions you're in outside doing whatever sport, or maybe our sport specifically that we talk about now is it's hunting, is spending time in the mountains. Um, but the positioning of that matches what's in the gym. So the gym's kind of your controlled laboratory. Um, but I've noticed lately you know, my weights have gone up as far as my lifting and strength, um, but my mobility is kind of, my mobility has gone up at the same time. So it's kind of, they're, they're, they've got to be interrelated somehow, obviously. Um, but it's just kind of interesting to see that and to see, but in my head, I'm going, I would give up weight strength now to be even more mobile and not injured and not, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Be because you move efficiently, you know, think about it on the mountain, how it relates to us. If you're moving efficiently, any micro 
leak of, of power or, or torque as you're hiking over three or four days, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot of wear on your body, on you, that, you know, if you corrected a few things, all of us corrected a few things as we're moving and how we move, we move more efficiently, those things don't add up as much. Yeah. Just something to think about, you know, just, I, I, like I said, we just wanted to talk and get in people's heads, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge deal, it's, you know, five or ten minutes around a workout or even five or ten minutes in the morning spending some time just stretching, just getting loose, getting blood moving, getting your muscles elongated, you know, it's just something to keep in mind along with all of your cardio training and your strength training and whatever, and your pack training and whatever you're doing, you know, it's just another part of it that benefits you in the end. And, and that's it. And that's where, like I said, it's, um, don't want to be the, you know, the, not trying to act like anybody's father or, or you know, right. the police. It's just trying to shed light on things you need to be aware of, things you need to consider. So, you know, in addition to, you know, anybody looking to come out west and hunt, you know, this year or next year or whenever it might be, you know, you want to get your you want to get your body right so that way you can put yourself in the most successful opportunities you can. And and it, it's it's not just uh, you know a, a cardio deal. It's not just a, a strength deal. It's also mobility and flexibility and and being able to successfully you know experience the whole hunt. So check it out. Do some research. Like you said, if if you're if you're a, a CrossFit you know, if you like doing CrossFit or, you, you know, you do different types of workouts, that foam roller is is gold, like like Braden said, a, a lacrosse ball, um, a tennis ball, other things that you can use to um, get in there and work those, those those muscles and after a workout or, you know, it, it's, there's so many little things you can do, you know, while you're sitting at your desk, if you're, if you're sitting right. at a desk all day, you know. Right. Uh, there, there's things that, that maybe take an extra five or 10 minutes. And like you said, Braden, sometimes it takes, it might take half an hour, 45 minutes for some people to really get into all those muscles that they need to, to get worked out right. with the, with the roller. So, you know, the nice thing about, you know, when, when you do it after a post-workout, you know, your muscles are warm, they're, they're malleable, they'll, they'll move for you, they'll, you know, so you can get into the deeper muscle tissue and the deeper tissue. So that's one advantage of doing it while you're warm, um, but if you can't and you just got to do it, you got to do it, you know. So, like you said, or like you said, you know, do do. It's kind of a. I hate to put this out there and say this, but it's kind of one of those things. Go go on the internet, and there's there's plenty of of information on there. Um, some of it, you know, may not be the greatest, and some is great. So, um, but just something to keep in mind, something to to think about. Just kicking off a new year, and you know. Some people are just getting back into training that took some time off, or some people that have been doing it all along like us and just need something, you know, need to make sure that we're preventing injury because we are putting such a load on our bodies um, and moving better. So That's it. So, well, let's go ahead and close up this episode. Uh, my, my plan is to be able to, to get with, you know, with guys like Braden and Dan and, and do some more stuff in the future to where we can bring some more uh, uh, kind of instructional videos on the YouTube side. So I'm, I'm working right now on um, starting to kind of put together some content so we can 
deliver some content on, on the YouTube side in a consistent manner like we're doing with the podcast. I don't want to go out there and just put you know one video up and then wait for two months before you see another one. So um, that's something we're working on coming down the, the way. But, Braden, I appreciate the time, man. Uh, good luck with the shoulder. You know, take care of that. Let's see. Hopefully we can we can still uh, get out and hunt. But if you got to get it taken care of, you got to get it taken care of. So, uh, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. It so, should be well, available, so. Well, we've got some we've got some pretty exciting hunts we're we're we're, we're planning for this year. So, um, right. we'll see how that goes. And uh, that's all we've got today. So we appreciate you checking out the the Championship Bow Hunting Podcast once again. You know, if you're enjoying what we're doing here, share it with your friends or tell a friend about it. Um, share it on Facebook, or you can e- even share it from the website. There's links for you can you can click on a link to email the the link to someone. Um, and, and we appreciate the support. So we're going to go ahead and leave you guys today uh, with uh, with that one phrase I like to tell all the bow hunters, and that's never settle for an imperfect arrow. So hopefully everybody has a great day, and we'll talk to you later. Oh, yeah, and we're recording this on Valentine's Day, so hopefully you guys are smart enough to get your significant other something so that in <laughs> September you get a little more time. And, so. and, there you, and, and guys, I mean, just on a side note, uh, you can figure out what nine months is, you know, to your hunting season. <laughs> so just, just be, be conscious of that. Be conscious of that on, on a side note. It's getting to be, it's getting to be that time. So. It is that time. So, but all, man, have a good day, everybody. All right, buddy. See you. Take it easy. 